0: 800 next step. That's 1 800 639 8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y. Or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
3: what's good, everybody. We are back. It's your boy Gerard, your girl Gabby. Episode sixty-two of the Kicks 62. and Shit Show. That was a quick one. Yeah, we. We're...
2: So we're back to that. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're throwing me for a loop because I thought we were like next generation, a new legacy <laughs> of kicks and shit well Gabby we didn't do any horns you know what I mean
3: well Gabby uh well, first of all how are you doing in these streets before we get to your uh a new legacy and your and your puns <laughs> well, please, I'm
2: a little bit thirsty let me take I, I, I a break in my giant space jam out, mall, out of your tune tune squad, squad mug
3: um what's going on in those streets besides space jam
2: <laughs> well Gerard I wore heels for the very first time in a long time which was very hard okay yeah, um yeah. And I don't know. There's a lot of humidity going on in these mm-hmm. streets. I think there's a lot of uh, been watching some basketball. There's mm-hmm. been some great sports moments and mm-hmm. games going on over the weekend, which you know I love and I'm always excited about. Um, I also think that the world is changing by the minute with um, the state of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I'm traveling to LA this week to mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. not just to stake out kicks and shit as <laughs> America Studios out west, but it's just the mask mandate is back on so it's kind of in in la county especially especially in la county exactly and i think vegas is is the same and other places are starting to follow suit so it's an interesting time in america i'll put it that way
3: well look people and you know you mentioned sporting events the olympics were also on deck and there are already 58 confirmed cases of covid connected to the olympics i mean that should surprise no one
2: Right? I was going to say, this this shouldn't be as surprising. Right. I think the best thing that I've seen about the Olympics is that they are having uh, cardboard beds to prevent some of the, I don't want to say procreation, but the, the uh, extracurricular t- activities.
3: activities. Yes.
2: <laughs> a little horizontal polka going on in Tokyo. <laughs> but the rebuttals online have been gold. Like, they're Olympians, they'll figure it out. Like, no car for better stopping anyone. Let me tell
3: you. Well, you know, quickly for those that do not know, um, the Olympic athlete village. Let's just say, lots of extracurricular activities go on uh, in in the athlete in the athlete village, and you know, you have to think about this, right? These are among the most physically fit people in the entire world, right? Like the top one percent. So, yeah,
2: there's, you know, things things be happening. <laughs> I think people are attractive. I think there's a lot of stress relief that know. needs to happen. You and know, there's a lot of ESPN bodies issues, IRL, <laughs> you know. I mean, I,
3: I mean the it. The crazy thing, Gabby, is, you know, all seriousness, though. Like, yo, people, we are still in a pandemic. And just because you are vaccinated, as we both are, does not mean you now can go out into the world and just act reckless and wild out right now it really isn't so much about even even though yes even though we're vaccinated when we are in public spaces like airplanes and stuff we still be masked etc the problem we're having now is those people who decided not to get vaccinated they never stopped living their lives right they're still going about doing whatever it is they were doing right yep. and that now because all the mass mandates were lifted in indoor places for a short stretch all sorts of mixing was going on in those places so Who the hell knows? And we do know that you can be a fully vaccinated person and still be a carrier of the Delta variant of the COVID virus. Right. That is still possible. So, you know, we got to still be diligent out there, people.
2: Absolutely. And I think it's hard to go back. Right. Like we had been so careful for so long right it's like when you get one cheat day that turns into a cheat week on a diet you're like how could i go back to eating rabbit food and then, that's and what it feels like and i think there's a lot of weird theories out there like apparently all of america are scientists now that don't believe in any medical research you know it's fine
3: and then and then you know one cheat day turns into a cheat lifetime right <laughs> and that's... that's
2: like where we're at right now we are full-fledged cheat lifetime <laughs> I, I love all the variations, by the way, of Hot Girl Summer. It's like Thought Girl Summer, Shot Girl Summer. Like like I'm back, so that's why it's Shot Girl Summer. It's like I, a double I, on Thunder. I, right I, I, oh, I see, I see what you did there. there. Mm-hmm. I see what you did
3: there. Well, Gabby, yeah, you know, you have your Toon Squad mug out. And so. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh yes. Please hear yes.
2: You know what I'm going to ask you, Gerard. Uh, yes. <laughs> What's going on in your street?
3: Listen, I am, you know, just doing my thing, enjoying summer. As we said, you are heading to L.A. I am getting ready for some R&R, so a little just public service announcement for the KNS listeners. We will not have an episode next week. Uh, so, you know, just be mindful of that, right? So there will not be an episode uh, next week. Uh, because you know, listen, we need a break too, right? We we, we need some time to to recharge our batteries so we're continually putting out good content for you guys. So I've been thinking about that. The NBA Finals are winding down, so I've been you know working on my content around that, and um, you know working on some other exciting projects that I can't really discuss in detail now, uh, but I will share with the group uh, as soon as I can. But yeah, you know, as I said to you last week, enjoying summer, right? Because for me, it's such a recharge time to get ready so I can end the year strong, right? Um, and then, you know, we can do our whole New Year's resolutions, New Year, New Year, when all the things. All right, and- let's,
2: let's, let's <laughs> not get too carried away, okay? we we'll are playing on the streets this week. Not, it is summer. We don't need to talk about winter. We don't need to talk about end of year. I was thinking, Gerard, though, I know everyone's going to really miss us taking mm. a week away. Mm. But, like, should I bring in a go uh, guest co-host while you're away You,
3: you definitely should not okay. <laughs> You definitely I mean should. that's
2: probably a good idea but you know
3: <laughs> You definitely just should the thoughts not that I've had Yeah maybe you, you you and Ella it could be uh <laughs> the... I was
2: actually thinking like Jenna
3: Oh lord let's you you Ellen and Jenna the three of you that would be oh yes that's what a show that would Beats
2: be in the streets There's a special <laughs>
3: episode the special female edition but gabby you know again all jokes aside your, your tune squad cup I, I i listen everyone who watches this show and listens to it knows i will not be seeing any space jam movies but it did come out last weekend and the internet was a buzz, as they say about this movie and you know for me i just got a kick out of the reactions from people online Absolutely. like because i'm like what did you people think this movie was going to be And then people using the movie as some kind of either validation or referendum, right? And it's just like, like, we're talking about a cartoon movie. You people are nuts, right?
2: This is why the internet always wins. I mean, all of a sudden, (laughs) everyone's talking about LeBron's acting performance. I mean, he's up for an Oscar nomination for Space
3: Jam. I mean, this is. I'm like, did anybody hear? Like, what? First of all, and I love, and I think you you posted this in your Instagram story. And I think something to the effect of, it'll be incredible how many people turned into film critics this weekend, right, watching watching LeBron and Speed. And it's hilarious. I'm like, people who I have never seen on Twitter comment or make any kind of detail about any movie in their lifetime. Nothing. I'm like, do you even watch movies? Because you never talk about them all. But this movie. you get, and And look, and it's not a knock for people who went to go see it or whatever. This is not... Great work of cinematic art that needs to be broken down, like it's you know the Godfather trilogy. Like it's it ain't that, okay? It's a cartoon movie. Let's, let's be real.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Gerard, I don't know if you fully get a, a detailed perspective as someone who has seen neither of those movies, but you know, I do respect your thoughts on the internet judgment. I mean that in the nicest way. You know, I always value everything that you say. Um, but I do, I agree with you 100. I think it's really funny. Um, when people now are like turning into critics, watching it, being like, see, told you Jordan is better. But I I think the best thing that I saw over the weekend was, this isn't meant for us. I mean, we like to think it is, but it is meant for the nostalgia, right? Mm -hmm. Like when we watched Space Jam, the original one with Jordan, it's now targeting literally the new legacy of basketball fans. So it's not even a new legacy of greatest of all time basketball players, but that's where I think it is, right? It's, it's all about the the kids in this younger generation. Like even I'm, I'm excited to see the different players mm-hmm, that are featured mm-hmm. alongside, um, LeBron in the movie right and yep. then I think there was like a ton of hype a lot of sneakers you know your girl had to get a happy meal over the weekend just to get the toy although <laughs> I will say Safi <laughs> really like I, your girl wants a Lola bunny I think oh, I
4: don't you... know if you've
2: seen the Michael Jordan or the sorry excuse me whew, the LeBron James toys not exactly not... the replica but it's
3: oh not, like, not, uh, not great it's amazing oh it's good
2: unless he looks like this in real life <laughs> i mean they're pretty amazing shouts to mcdonald's for the whole collection because i don't think i've had a happy meal
3: in, in like 20 years okay. yeah. so like in a million years <laughs>
2: basically yeah so this is my new legacy of getting happy meals as well I'm glad <laughs> that they have apple slices shouts to mcdonald's for you know i'm loving it
3: <laughs> you know listen we know you love a pun better than anyone i do um I, I, it is funny though right how again and it's and part of it's the internet, and so much of the internet is performative, right? People feel they have to go onto the internet and put on some kind of thing resembling a performance, right? Like, whether it. it be their this persona, the right? Or whatever it is. And so, you know, the people using it as a, this is why LeBron is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan, or vice versa. It's like, a cartoon movie is supposed to tell me what exactly about? <laughs> I just, but anyway, again, if you're nostalgic, you love it, you want to go back, rec- I, I, I'm not knocking you for that, enjoy, but let the movie live for what it is, right, which is a form of entertainment, however long it is, 90 minutes, I don't don't even know.
2: Almost two hours, actually, I will be watching it on my flight to LA this evening, so I know this is surprising to everybody that I have not seen it yet, especially Gerard, but.
3: We started the show, I was like, I I was like, first thing in the show, Gabby's detailed review of Space Jam 2. But I mean, like, I'm super nah. hype
2: about it, but <laughs> I've had to prep for this trip, and
3: it's
2: been a busy weekend, so I would like to watch it without any distractions on um, HBO Max, and shouts to HBO Max for making it available, right? Yes. Like. That's pretty amazing. Well, now so with, with COVID, yeah. I'm actually yeah. able to watch it on the flight. You know, sometimes you sh- apps in air are a little bit wonky, so I'm trying to. My iPad is currently charging, so I can get that situated. Otherwise, I'll be watching it this evening
3: once I land. Well, here's what you do in HBO Max, because I'm obviously I'm assuming you have HBO Max. Just I do. Yes. I think you buy it and download it. That way, you have it, so it's in. It's on I don't know your if you iPad. Can download. It, oh, That's you can't download it. I know Netflix, oh. you can download. I'm not sure
2: with HBO if you can, oh. especially for something like that. Like they don't know if I'm going to like send it, share it. I oh, that's know. right, yeah. So HBO yeah. Max is a little bit different, so... But it's
3: also, I mean, think about it. That's a, that's a big-ass file to send to somebody. A, two, a two-hour movie? I mean, who's sending...
2: Gerard, we are the Napster generation that used to spend 17 <laughs> hours waiting on dialogue. On dial you You're right, you're a right. A song to come through, right? <laughs> like, that right. movie to jam hit differently when it came through Napster and LimeWire. <laughs> so, I don't know. If there's a will, there's a way. So, I'm trying to see if I can cut before my flight. Otherwise, I'll watch it when I land before everyone else okay. gets into town tomorrow.
3: And, you know, I'll I'll be looking forward to your review of this epic film and and what you think it means overall.
2: (laughs) I will say, though, the one thing that like I've seen a couple bits of conversation online about that I'm going to be very in tune to, that was not a TuneSquad pun intentionally, I promise, (laughs) because it's a little bit different this time around, um, is the soundtrack. I feel like the soundtrack Mm. for the original was so iconic. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean like, we let's, Quad let's,
2: City DJs, that is an anthem that still like gets me moving. Quad I, City I don't DJs see like grandma Gabby, but you know, no, I
3: don't no, no. know that. That, that that's a jam. Um there is a song that of course is iconic. We will not say what it is and whom that singer is for obvious reasons. Um but, um but yes, that, that's that yes, that so that part, I mean again, I did not watch, but that soundtrack, I for sure know that soundtrack, right? Because those were all crossover popular hits regardless of the movie. Now, I already saw some chatter online being like, this is why the, the soundtrack is whack. I'm like, all right, people, like, I guess, like, you know, do people you love to criticize <laughs> everything
2: and everything. anything. So and it's
3: also, I feel it. like, Gabby, everyone feels like you have, they have to have a position staked out immediately, like as if you can't evolve or let it sit with you for a minute, right? It's like, I'm going to digest this movie and I'm going to sit with it for the weekend and I'll share my thoughts on Monday. Nope. Immediately. It sucks. Or like, it's like, uh, okay.
2: I mean, honestly, I think that's the biggest miss right now is that, you know, we're off next week, so no one gets to hear my thoughts until (laughs) two weeks later. I feel like I might need to do a story or something. I don't know. I just, I'm going to clearly be having some FOMO Gerard, (laughs) while you're away, but I do want to talk to you about all the releases Mm. and all the influencer seating Mm. and all of the Mm -hmm. uh, limited packs and attire and apparel Mm -hmm. and the different sneakers that did come along with it. I mm-hmm. thought that was, to me was really cool because there yes. was so much versatility mm-hmm. in silhouette, in yes. style. And I have to know, what is your, what are your favorites?
3: Listen, the, the 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 entire merchandise rollout, I thought to your point was incredible. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I am not an Air Force One person. Like that's just not, like I, I don't, I don't think I don't like them. I just, it's not a shoe that's You're for me. You're
2: a downtown guy, not an uptown guy, I got you. <laughs>
3: well played well played but i did like the air force one releases for this i thought they were very nice lola bunny i mean i'm like oh she got a little bit of something going on there that lola bunny right like yeah, um, <laughs> a, <laughs> no, a but... lot of money
2: this, you know <laughs> i think lola bunny was the sleeper star of the merch
3: yeah i think. I, 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 th- I thought everything around lola bunny was cool um even look you know how my feelings overall about the LeBron shoe in general. I just, for me, it's the bulky shoe. Even some of the LeBron colorways, I was like, you know, these are pretty good. Like, I can see if you like LeBron shoe, you being like, or, and if you are also, oh, I also want to be into this whole uh, Space Jam, Toon Squad, I like this too. So I like that. I like the Toon Squad jerseys. Like, I, listen, I I thought the, the again, the merchandise roll on all the paraphernalia that came with it. A plus, and obviously, I think it was not. I think I know it was a heavier and way more involved rollout than the original Space Jam, right? Just because of the way in which sneaker uh, consumption around this stuff has changed since 1990, whatever that came out, and 2021.
2: No, I totally agree. And I think, you know, the LeBron 18 is a little less bulky mm-hmm,
4: in mm-hmm. the
2: silhouette, which is usually my beef with LeBron's, not the mm-hmm. fact that they belong to him. It's that it's a bulky <laughs> silhouette for me. So right. I thought like yeah. the way that they did the color treatment and the design on the eights, it was really cool. Yes. But that's, again, not really for me. But I, I, I understand why the collab worked with each of the different silhouettes. Like, I love the Chuck Taylors, and those the the Taylor's were great. sneakers were great. Their first ones, I, like, it left a little bit to be desired. I thought they were a little simple, but it's a it's a clean silhouette, so I get it, like.
3: Well, just, you know me. Um, I like I clean.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, and I think they did a nice job. The Lola Bunny, though, to mm-hmm. me, is my favorite. I think, mm-hmm. I also, my OCD takes over, and I don't love sneakers, necessarily, that don't match. I like the option to mix and match, mm-hmm. like I do with, like, my Spongebob's, right? Yeah, yep. But, I also want an option to match and so like that marquee pair of the 18s i thought were great but right. i almost wish it was like a a, a pack of the two mm-hmm. that i could mix and match or wear them together
3: yeah i'm with you on that 100 i do like that they went with the lebrons they went with uh some lows on those right like because i think mm-hmm. that you always talk about like right like when stickers can go low because sometimes at least depending on what kind of pants you're wearing i mean it's summertime so it's shorts now so not really relevant but a low sometimes is great because if you got jeans or well, not that you can't wear high top jeans, of course we do that. But for me personally, I like the low when I have certain kinds of pants on and I like that they offered low top options for a lot of these, you know. absolutely
2: i think it was nice you know the like i said i like that the lola bunnies are still kind of sitting i also like that you know i feel like the collection was really mindful of sizing Mm -hmm. the fact that those launched in like a grade school specifically for the ladies so that was really nice and smart it's interesting seeing that it's not sold out yet Mm -hmm. but i do think that will happen in the coming weeks i'm going to keep my eyes on them might need to be an early birthday present to myself (laughs)
3: coming
2: up next month um, yeah, check yes. check it out. Like,
3: again, like the, the the I thought the two squad jerseys were great. I think I think they did a um, not bomber quite, but like that satin jacket feel, you know, where it's two squad. I thought that uh, oh, again, throwback to even old school, like the NBA jackets used to have, right? Like the, that would have just the team uh, logo right on the or name right on the front, right? I thought that was pretty cool too. So yep. you know, some some nostalgia stuff in there. You know? And if again, it, it's not about. LeBron, like, I just, you know, this is not for me, right? Like, I'm not, this is is a movie that's not, I'm not the target audience, but for people out there who wanted to feel nostalgic, I'm sure you got some really good feelings about that, and you got to, as Gabby's, there's those things that are sitting there. You probably got a chance to get yourself some good merchandise. Yes, I'm sure everybody wanted the game controller, but look, you know that was only going to influencers and, like, the 10 <laughs> that were made available to the public or however many however small amount they did. Look, y- y'all know. It's like taking an L in the sneakers app every week. You know it's coming. Just prepare, mm-hmm. yourself, prepare yourself for it.
2: Um, I do think it's interesting, though. LeBron has had quite the active weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. between the red carpet premiere of Space Jam 2 mm-hmm. and I feel like he was all over the media courtside. Mm-hmm. Game 5 of the finals. Um, yep. Game 5, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, so, what do you think of Game Five? And you know, LeBron. Uh, being, yeah. There was a lot of players actually that were in the house, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah.
3: I mean, of course, LeBron going to support his, his homie CP3, the point guard. Um, you know, look, Game Five was a oh, wow, a hell of a game, and you mm-hmm. see how you know things change on a dime, right? And really, in the finals, these are possession games. I say this all the time. Like, even if it ends four two and the Bucks win Game Six on Tuesday night, this is pretty even series right if you look at total points Mm -hmm. scored and like it is a possession here and a possession here so when we say the margins are thin in the nba finals this is what we're talking about right like holiday gets that steal on booker they dribble there on court all you up to Giannis, like game like that right that was momentum
2: shifts in a second in a nutshell
3: right and so you know and kudos to milwaukee man like phoenix took that whole first quarter to build that 16 point lead in the span of five minutes they erased it and in the game is all tied up, right? Wild. And Absolutely and that wild. you know that was big for them. And as much as, as I said, I, I picked Phoenix in six to start. Look, it wasn't because you know I didn't think Milwaukee was good. Like I, I came in realizing hey, Milwaukee is the better basketball team. Like they just are. They have more guys and their length They're and more their
2: size and their size, size. Yes, yep.
3: is just causing problems for Phoenix and. That's not. There's no tactical adjustment you can do to that. You can't grow a foot. in It's just you are what you are, right? So yeah. this is this is what they're doing. It now that doesn't mean that Phoenix can't win Game Six, right? We've seen Milwaukee have terrible shooting nights. They could easily shoot terribly on Tuesday, and we're back in Phoenix for a Game Seven, and then who the hell knows what happens in that game, right? Uh, but no, it, it's been an entertaining NBA Finals, and for those people who were like, "Oh my God." Two small market teams, nobody's gonna watch. I'm like, I don't know. I think great lots of, basketball, I think I was gonna people are here
2: for They're also major superstars right. on those teams. Like that have their own sneakers, that have their own franchises. Yeah. There's and a I, lot to watch.
3: And and the ratings are good, like they're they're up. Like people people are watching this finals. It's got drama. It's the last three games particularly have been super compelling and down to the wire. So, you know, game six will be Tuesday night. It'll be it'll be interesting and exciting to see what happens then. Uh, so, Gabby, I want to transition to talking about one of our favorite uh, sneaker companies, Nike. Um, we, we talked about the, the, the pandemic and, and a report in CNBC came out today that Nike is going to have some production. They already have some production issues coming up. Um, Vietnam, which is, which is um, a, a country that produces a lot of Nike sneakers. Um, in fact, 50% of the entire US sneaker, Nike U.S. sneaker market is produced uh, in Vietnam. They, because of COVID, um, you know, basically wreaking havoc. Two of their suppliers had to shut down, um, so that's definitely going to mean, right, delays in production, obviously, um, and then whatever production, whatever products do exist, delay in shipping, right? Um, so the whole supply chain is going to be affected, and we kind of saw this early on in the pandemic, yeah. right, with longer wait times or now this is out of stock. We don't, we don't know when we're making any new ones just because of we're we're i think headed back for that again and i think you know as we look at sneaker releases this summer and what's happening yada yada you know i wonder what's going to happen to the consumer as you know particularly as we deal with the narrow sphere of the sneaker heads and the releases how that's going to affect the release calendar but when you saw half of the nike um us sneaker production
4: market being (laughs) being in, in jeopardy what did you think hello listener guess who's back. It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then, it's ready to pop in the freezer.
2: i think that this is we talked about this i think a year ago when sales were up but we knew that there were going to be some issues that have been this kind of trickle down effect it was almost like that like halo that was too good to be true of all this stuff happening i think the timing is very interesting especially as, as the current state of the world is right now within this pandemic i also think august is august through the end of the year typically gets a lot of hype with releases like mm-hmm. I'm looking ahead at there's a ton of heat coming out and mm-hmm. all this both from Nike and Yeezy mm-hmm. um, so it'll be interesting to see how that affects things and if Nike makes shifts in their model with the amount of pairs that they're releasing if mm-hmm. it's going to make sneakers even harder and harder to get mm-hmm. I also think like I keep hearing things about people having glitches with the app like oh if you didn't get it or there was a problem with your order after you got it and then it showed up I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of that so I, I think you know we're all kind of holding hands and working through this together to figure out what this looks like mm-hmm. in terms of production accessibility. Um, but I think you know what we've learned through all of this is that Nike has such a strong brand perception and clout. At the end of the day, is it going to really affect things? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not.
3: Right? Yeah. They they may see a little dip in sales, perhaps a dip in stock price for a bit, but there's such a behemoth that you know it's almost again that, that too big to fail idea. So it was um, some news coming out of Nike today, and I thought this was pretty interesting um, because, you know, we talk about, like, what are the most popular shoes? And for Nike, that's determined by sales, right? Like, it doesn't matter what sneaker Twitter is it's saying. Right, I like know. No. Yeah. It's what sells the most units. That tells them what is the most popular shoe. The top-selling shoe in the United States in the first half of 2021 was the Nike Air Max 270. I Ooh, thought that was interesting. Okay.
2: There's been a changing of the tide. Wow, <laughs> when did America get some taste? Okay. <laughs> right.
3: Now, that's just the first half of the year. We don't know what it'll look like at year end, right? It, it it may change. But as of, you know, now for, through June, that's that was the, the number one selling shoe.
2: I mean, I'm not super surprised with that, honestly, though, right? Like Nike is a little bit more so these days known for their aesthetics
4: mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. it is
2: necessarily for the comfort. There's mm-hmm. a reason that, like, the boomers are all gravitating towards Skechers. Mm.
4: Skechers actually
2: has a similar version of that 270. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that that technology, I mean, that's a comfortable shoe. Once it starts to wear, not so much, but it's a very comfortable shoe. It's very nice and clean and stylish looking. It comes in 90 million different colors. Oh
3: my God, so many colorways.
2: And it it just, like I said, it's clean. It's more modern looking than some of the other shoes Mm -hmm. of Nike past. Mm -hmm. So I think that to me is exciting. Okay. Good job, America. Yeah,
3: I I was going to say kudos, America, on not picking dad shoes because the Air Max 270 is very, very sleek. And although I will say, when I'm outside... The Monarch? Well, whatever, the Monarch. The Monarch's
2: been a TikTok sensation, though, let me tell you, during this pandemic.
3: I've seen a lot of people in that age range, like the dad range, wearing Air Max 270s outside. I'm like, oh look at you, you went out, you went for a little more pizzazz. the monarch, maybe maybe your kid was making fun of you or something, and you were like, I don't know, but that 270, I think you're right, it, it, it's sort of, a, this, from a silhouette perspective, it's clean, right, there isn't too, there's no bells and whistles on it, it's not, it's not funky looking, whatever, right, it's a low top, which of course most adults wear, right, they don't wear high tops, and as you said, it is a comfortable shoe, Um, you know, when it, when it wears a bit, that's, you know, a whole other story. But, you know. it's every shoe. Right. Know. Of course. I think of course.
2: It's got that slip-on type s- yes. silhouette, which is easy to yes. use. I also think the way that trends happen, it's like the tides ebb and flow, right? Like, the 90s is very much back. Like, I look at girls that are half my age that wore stuff that I wore when I was their age. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like full on like mom jeans and crop tops Mm -hmm. and the tattoo chokers and bucket hats are back and those ugly Steve Madden shoes with the platforms. Those are all back making an appearance. So it's it's funny the way that the trends have changed because I think that this dad shoe type silhouette Mm -hmm. has actually become a bit trendy. Like you see some of the the collabs with New Balance. It resembles a little bit more of that like kind of dad shoe silhouette yes and i think you know that's where like the monarch is becoming what a golf shoe and and a cleat it's like you're seeing it's almost like a role reversal right like i don't see as many young people in the 270s and i just aged myself by using the phrase young Young people people, yes correct
3: you're an old lady gabby no but you're right when i'm when i'm out and i see 270s it would be shocking if i see it on people under the age of 30 yep like and it's not to say that you Absolutely. couldn't be under 30 and wear it because i think it's i think it's a very attractive shoe but i don't see many people under 30 wearing 270s everyone i see in a 270 is 30 or older 100 percent.
2: i agree i mean even the new balance like i said the 550s that are everywhere they have like designer collabs with that silhouette that's a dad shoe like i think my brother had them back in the day or a <laughs> tennis sneaker version of them and i was like why are you running a 5K in a shoe that, looks
3: like that? I don't Your brother, I mean, your, your, your brother was aspiring dad, like has always been in the uh, in the dad range.
2: Who knows what range he is in? He's in his own range, but I just, you know. Sorry, Ben. I was going to say, shout, shout to Ben. You know what? I've done sneaker picks with my family, and they rock their sketches with yes, pride, they so. yes, they have. Yes, they have. You you like what you like, and that's okay. But it is interesting seeing how the trends ebb and flow, and Mm -hmm. things that you know aren't cool at one point are all of a sudden cool just Mm -hmm. because the right people are wearing them, the right collabs are happening, and brands are putting support behind those silhouettes to kind of cut through the clutter and do something a little bit different. I know we've talked before, even when we had Wells on the show, about like what's the difference between. a a truly good and unique collab versus just another colorway. So I think this has given a lot of these other brands room to play. Mm -hmm. You know, we love Nike and have tons of great things to say about them. I mean, I joke with my friends who say, how do I get an Air Jordan 1? I'm like,
4: you don't. You don't. Right, you know, so
2: there's a covetability still there, but I love seeing all these other brands kind of stepping up to the table, like the Haribo Puma collab Mm -hmm. that just dropped last week. Mm -hmm. Love to see it.
3: Listen, I, I think I think everything you said is dead on, and I think again this this is an opportunity, as you said, um, other brands can see what what they're doing in that sort of, you know, dad shoe mold, right? And that sort of which really dad shoe is just code for like every man shoe, right? Like that's really what we're saying. That's like what's what's a good shoe for like the for for everyone. Um, speaking of more Nike news, and you know, I think it's interesting we talked about um, the role of women in sneaker culture, right? And I think. You know, when in stories like this come out, and again a lot of this information is coming from our guy Matt Powell, who of course, if you know, if you follow the sneaker industry, I mean Matt Powell's a veteran, he's been doing this for a gajillion years. Um, and it, probably in Nike was it was Nike Earnings Report Day. And in the first half of twenty twenty one, Nike and Adidas both ceded share in women's sport footwear to Skechers, Brooks, Vans, and others. And I thought that was interesting, right? And I, again, we know in the past year longer than that but there's been a push to really have women more involved in, in the sneaker industry right but when we always talk about sneakers it's often from the limited scope of this community right which are people who like you know releases that are you know coveted those kinds of things when i see a story like this right what it's telling me is similar to that dad every man shoe nike and adidas for whatever reason are having trouble connecting with the every woman right as it relates to just an ordinary shoe and as a woman, Gabby, I'm sure you have lots of thoughts, not just the, the hype fancy shoes, but like, yo, I just want a pair of X. Are, are Nike and Adidas the place you're looking at first? or are you like, nah, I'm going to somewhere else because they're better for like my every shoe, whether it be running or walking.
2: I mean, I think for me, I still go to Nike and Adidas first, but my eyes are open. I love seeing what New Balance is doing. The 997s are uh, one of my favorite up and coming. I mean, not up and coming because the style has been around Mm -hmm. forever, but like that's something that I'm looking to add more to my collection, right? It's a comfortable shoe. It's a nice silhouette. It's a little bit more bulky than some of their other shoes, but not in a dad shoe kind of way. It gives me like almost like a trail running shoe vibe, which is Mm. what I love about it. Um, I think, though, there's been a lot of interesting conversation just around women in the space, right? Whether you talk to the average woman or the woman who are more into sneaker culture, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conflicting thoughts. I think, you know, inclusivity is the biggest piece that mm-hmm. is still kind of missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I follow some of our guests and that when they do their sneaker Twitter chats on Friday nights. You know, even from a sizing perspective, I think the brands that have been around longer don't pivot as much and mm-hmm. not as quickly. Mm-hmm. I know Jazeray talked a lot about Kith and mm-hmm. are, is the average person shopping Kith and the different Kith collabs.
4: Right.
2: I think, you know, the price of streetwear has gone up so much, but she made a really great point. Like she's pretty tiny, very petite and is a medium in some of the uh, the streetwear and mm. the the hoodies and the, and the women's exclusives. So who was able to actually buy these collections? And I feel like, we're not really there yet when it mm-hmm. comes to women in the mm-hmm. space that we're starting to get women designers and women who are the creative directors mm-hmm. who understand the diverse range of sizes and tastes right, and opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't think we're fully there. I think there's a lot of men that are in charge. And I think sure. there's a lot of male designers that do great things for women's apparel and shoes. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not dogging on them, but I do think like now that we're in a culture of inclusivity and we have more options than ever, that's why women are looking elsewhere beyond the Adidas and Nike because it's not a one size fits all yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's a, and it wasn't before, but nobody really talked about mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. now that it's an open dialogue in terms of sizes, in terms of style, Like, even when we started doing the show, Gerard, you know, like, most of the sneaker collections out there were focused around Nike and Jordan. that's shifted so much within the past years since we've been doing the show. So, I'm excited to see kind of where things go. I don't think there's, to me, there's not any brand in particular that has really rocked it out of the park, which is why men's, women are still buying men's shoes.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. I I think. I I think
2: that's what it is for me.
3: yeah. I think it's interesting that the companies that they've seeded um, market share to Skechers, Brooks, and Vans, and to me, those three companies signify a couple different things, right? Clearly, there's a segment of women out there who, whether it's profe- <laughs> professionals, the wrong word, whether it's like uh, they're heavy and serious about it, or whether they just do it casually, runners, right? Clearly, the Nike and D's running shoes don't work for a segment of women, right? Which is why Brooks is Brooks is getting in popular. We talked about Hoka's. I don't know, was As a it?
2: company included. Right. I rock 8.6 rock because...
3: Because Nike and Adidas don't and work Nike for you when you run. Nike doesn't work
2: for me currently. Adidas right. maybe, but I haven't given a boost shoe in a long time a, a real shot. But I, for me, I want something that's specialized in that.
3: Yeah, because you want stability mm-hmm. for whatever your, your your foot type, your arch type yep. is, right? And I feel like that's a challenge uh, with, with Nike and Adidas. Sketches and Vans, to me, tell me you're sort of casual, everyday shoe, right? And so what are they doing, right, that's looking nice, or more attractive, right, that's seen, the, that's seen the market shift. And some of it may be, as we know, the older brands that come very stale in there in what they put out, right? It's like, all right, let's do another version of, like, the Air Max, whatever, and just put up, make it pink this week. or And it's like, all right, but that's not, you know, if, if I want to look a certain way, that doesn't give me any variety, right? So I'm out on that. I, I think that's interesting. I know for years, I mean, just talking to various women that I know would always complain about this is, not, this is not a footwear piece, but it'd be about the clothing piece. They'd have an issue with you know Nike athletic apparel. They'd be like, the Stella McCartney line's better. Like I have more options, more fit, like more fit styles, whatever. And it's yep. hey man, you if you really want to be in these all places, you need to make sure that you have the, your fingerprint on the pulse, right? And you're able to make things as we always say more inclusive you you can't serve everybody but a company as big as Nike and Adidas they should have more options right
2: I totally agree they should be bringing in even if it's focus groups of women that are in the plus size range women that technically rock men's clothing mixed with their women's clothing women of color like bring in the people that you're targeting as your focus group as your test as your designer as your marketer because that's what's going to really get these brands to win I also think that pricing is an issue right mm. like us in, as part of sneaker culture i know you don't like to buy your shoes because of the price point like i'm not trying to put you on blast i promise that was not a dig
3: <laughs> i feel like i feel like you worked I on that with ellen, ellen. With you shoes. and ellen worked on that <laughs>
2: but but it's true though right like the average price of sneakers
3: which is why when i do us, decide to buy it's i really want this pair right like but Otherwise I'm like I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's
2: just... But also even even still though, like resale aside, mm-hmm. whether you can get it or not, the average person finds anything over a hundred dollars in terms of like quote unquote tennis shoes yeah. is ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's like yeah if you're not playing in a pair of KDs, no matter how cool they look, like you're not going to buy them or that's like a treat or a birthday present. It's Mm -hmm. not an everyday shoe. And I think that's given Skechers a a real room to grow and shine. Same with Vans. Vans, they're under a hundred, you know? That's why I love as my basic shoe, I love an Adidas superstar Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. a a Puma future rider, right? Like even the Air Max ones, which is like my classic Nike silhouette, Mm -hmm. it's over a hundred. So you're not going to get that same kind of, reach because you're pricing people out especially with everything going on in the economy these days right it's like inflation is crazy salaries and cost of living increases aren't matching up (laughs)
4: definitely not
2: (laughs) and you know we don't know the state of anything of how things are going to be tomorrow given the fact that it feels like we're regressing in a lot of ways so i think that all of those reasons add up to why these other brands are really having a time to shine like i love seeing a space though where other brands do come Mm -hmm. out. And that's Mm -hmm. okay, though. It doesn't take away from Nike's market share. You know, I think it's a different audience in the first place.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, which is why I love when, like, you mentioned you've been spending over 100 And yeah, like, you know, if it's the three that I really want, all right, I'm going to do the thing. If it's, you know, the Kyrie's, whatever. But, like, you know, man, if I could find some Stan Smiths, some Puma low Suede's, and they're on 65, yep, now we're talking, right? Because- I'm cool with that, but like to consistently go with the 150, 190. It's like, all right, man, like, chill. And that's if you even get it, which you probably won't, right? Yep. So at
2: that price without right. the resale, that's why my mom calls them my mortgage shoes, right? <laughs> I mean, Mama
3: not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about women in sneakers and other brands shining. So we know that Amy Leonore's New Balance collaboration for the 650s. Fire coming out spring 2022 it's so funny so nice kicks had tweeted a picture out of them and i saw some interesting reactions underneath some people are like "Woo, fire and like people are like trash and i'm like guys why is it always so hot one or the other like i
2: mean like come on no one wants to be switzerland you know what i mean <laughs> i think switzerland's lovely this time of year uh, I... all times of year, but you know <laughs> everyone's got an opinion
3: to me i think they're they're, they're, they're cool looking shoes like I, they do you know you mentioned something about it and I I don't know if we can change it, but I don't want when I say a dad shoe to have a negative connotation, because when I no, say I dad, think I think
2: it's a category. What I mean it's is
3: category. it's an every man shoe, and I think because you know there's some people who like I want to get in sneakers, but they feel like they can't rock. For instance, you know the 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 Kyries that I got from the concept collab with like the hieroglyphics yeah. or whatever. That's not an every man shoe, right? Because it's like you know your dad's probably not gonna rock that. My dad's okay. definitely not gonna rock it. it just that doesn't fit. But this shoe, <laughs> you're like, maybe
2: he might. <laughs> I don't know, my dad experiments with fashion sometimes, so I think if I got him a pair, you would rock it.
3: <laughs> but these have such a classic and traditional look to them that I feel like, oh, you can feel like, oh, look at me. I'm in on the Amy door collab, and it like it looks like an everyman shoe, right? It's not nothing too crazy about it. Yes, it's got a little bit of, like, it's New Balance, right? It's like, oh, a little bit high top, whatever. But I think it's a nice way for you know, the every to be like, Oh, I can rock something like it. That. Now that's even if you can get it, which that's a whole other story, but I like them in that, in that, for that regard.
2: I think the high tops are also interesting with that silhouette, right? Because that's typically a low. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the designer clubs that have come out with Amy Landor already that are low. I, I agree. It's, it's an every man shoe, a dad shoe. It's not a daddy shoe, but it's a dad shoe.
4: <laughs> not a daddy shoe, but it's a dad
2: shoe. Wave runners though, that drop next month. Daddy shoe.
4: Oh
3: Lord, here we go. Um, so, before we uh, wrap this episode, and again, thank you always, guys, for, for tuning in. Remember, next week we will be off, Um, you know, little, little little on our little vacation. We'll be back with our, you know, our normal shoe and tell segment. No shoe and tell this week. We're just kind of, you know, keeping things light, just kind of chatting about the, the industry as a whole. I saw the Reebok Jurassic Park collabs. And now, for this is interesting, right? Because, you know, we're talking about movies in the 90s, whatever that was a movie that i was like really into as you know in 1993 how the hell old was i that was freshman year of high school i think yeah that's Oof. summer that's summer sounds about right yeah or, or summer going into sophomore year yeah um they i kind of like what they did there right the whole the non to the velociraptors and just everything about the old school the first the original jurassic park movie you saw that in the details i was that's a piece of nostalgia that i was like oh I can get behind this. Remember when Darren Reveld was on, we talked about just because everyone wants it doesn't mean that you should get it, right? Get something that speaks to you. And I wanted to bring this up because that's a movie I remember being like, oh, I can't wait to see that, right? Like, and that's something I would get behind. I can't imagine it's going to sell out and, like, do any kind of crazy. You know, I doubt it. But that is an example of something where, hey, that meant something to me as a kid. I loved going to that movie and that whole deal. I, I, I would get behind this. Uh, what were any re- memories of yours around Jurassic Park? 93. I mean, mm-hmm. you were probably, what, 93? Eight? I don't know, i was
2: in the third grade.
3: <laughs> Guys, I was close, close in age. All right. Mm-hmm. I was in
2: third grade. Um, and I remember when Jurassic Park came out in the movie theaters. We were so excited to go see it. And there was a scene where, I was just at, like a local place in Jersey, where the dinosaur came at the screen and went Mm -hmm. like this and then the film ripped as it was happening. So everybody screamed and we couldn't (laughs) finish the movie and we were like what's happening is this part of the effect we didn't know what was going on and then the screen was completely white Um, and yeah that was my experience with Jurassic Park when it first came out but it was an epic movie. I I also love collabs like that though right because and I agree with you I don't think it's going to be something that's necessarily selling out right but I love the ones that really really tap into Mm -hmm. nostalgia and Mm -hmm. I think that's what I loved about some of Darren's collection is that they really nail it with the details mm-hmm. in a way that if you're a fan, yes. you're going to appreciate that. Yes. Otherwise, it just seems like a little kitschy and quirky. Mm-hmm. But when you're a true fan, I think, you know, and I've referenced the Adidas Star Wars collection that came out last year. It, amazing. And the mm-hmm. night joggers were amazing and sat for a long time. But the detail on those shoes mm-hmm. really took nods to the movies. The, the whole series, and I think they did a really beautiful job. So I feel the same about this Jurassic Park collab.
3: So you know that uh, Reebok has um the Insta Pump, right? Fury shoe. So you remember the the in the Jurassic Park? Um, uh, it, it's because it's it's a, it's a theme park, right? That's what it was. It's this island where you do it. Remember the vehicles they had, right? That like, and they were like yellow, green, like that's what that shoe looks like. And I'm like, that's got the details with like the prints on the side. Like I was like, ooh, this is taking me back. Reminded me of uh, you know all the Samuel L. Jackson, of course, is in that movie. Um, Laura Dern, one of my faves. Um, Ooh, what you a know, legend. yeah, it's just I, I thought this was cool. And the the pumps got the dinosaur like that same logo that's on the front of the Jurassic Park. Like it's dope. Like I was like, all right, I could definitely. Are you gonna
2: get some? Are you gonna buy it?
3: I I'm, I'm thinking about it. I really am. The only the only challenge is. Um, Outfit specific, a lot of it because the colors are so crazy, right? Because remember, it's on islands. So it's like a lot of bright green and yellow. Like I, it's got to be the right, like you know, outfit fit for that. So I'm thinking summertime, but yeah, I I I like.
2: You could it. Rock all black with it though. That's like true. what you're wearing now, I think would go great with that.
3: See, thanks. Uh, that's why you're here to help, help me, help me style. I like that. I like Stylist.
2: that. Yep, beats in the <laughs> streets, Gerard. I got
3: you. <laughs> and a couple of cool loads tops. I'm gonna do a couple of t-shirt uh, collabs with it as well. Like I I I like them a lot, man. Like I just think that. Again, there's something for everyone out there. Like, if you like to tap into that nostalgia, and I think companies smart like going to keep keep doing this, right? But to your point, the key is don't just do it and slap the the movie logo on the thing, and then okay, great. Like, show that you actually are paying homage to the movie or whatever the, the or the the feeling, and really pay attention to that with the details. That's what's going to get the people to be like, oh yeah, I'm all in on this. So. Absolutely.
2: And I think I love that sneaker companies, too, are starting to look at details like the box, the tissue mm-hmm. paper. I think when Nike did the Stranger Things collab, yes. that's what I loved about it. It was, like, all the details that came along with it, not just on the shoe, but in the whole presentation. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting an experience with these collabs. And, like, they have a very special place in the sneaker culture where they're not always the most hype. But I'm always here for it if it's something that taps into you like I would love to see a Ferris Bueller
1: oh. collab
2: at some point with like that calico vest.
1: Yeah, right? that'd be like, dope.
2: This, the Abe Froman whatever it looks like, you know, the sausage king of Chicago. What? Of
3: course. What uh, was was Ferris wearing a, or Cameron wearing a pair of New Balance in that movie? I feel like I gotta I gotta go I gotta pull it up and see. Okay, now what, I'm
2: like I know the I'm, I'm
3: trying I'm trying to think about because I, 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 I'm pretty sure they were obviously wearing sneakers. I just but I think they it, it made it yep. clear in one. In one shot, I gotta, I gotta put the movie back on fast forward and, and scan through to see. i that's, hey, that's that I'm sh- listen, we're not. It's not like we're geniuses. I'm sure some companies already thought about how to do that and what it would look like. Of course. Um, but yeah, ho- ho- hopefully they do that. Well, folks, thank you again for rocking with us. This has been another episode of the Kicks and Shit Show. You know where to find us. We are part of the Count the Dings family on the Bomb Podcast feed. We are there with Woke Bros, with the original Bomb Show, Crazy, Sexy, Cool, Growing Up the Same, Rap Names. And us. man. you're getting, listen, that is six days of premium content, man. Listen, you guys need to make sure you're signed up to the, to the Bomb Podcast feed and you're getting all that. As always, you know where to find us. We are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. And again, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace.